0: Coming up next on the voice of Alabama politics, eating like a president. Also, the V Team takes a look at prisons, prisons, and more prisons. And an Ivy cabinet member awards $999,000 contract to a friend of the family. Well, I guess there's limits to what money can buy. Not many. Well, some things aren't for sale, such as. But you can't buy people. Money can't buy your love, but politicians buy a whole lot with your money. All this and much, much more, coming up next on the V. to the voice of Alabama politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today we're joined by Beth Clayton, attorney at law and democratic strategist, the notorious SEB, Susan Britt, research extraordinaire, and Charlie Walker, Jill of all trades, assistant to the editors, and reporter for the Alabama Political Reporter. Welcome. Hello. Yeah. We haven't had Bill and the Blondes in a while, have we?
1: Been yeah, a while. It's been a it's bit. Been a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, been a bit. I guess Josh could count. We don't really know what color Josh's hair is. No, we <laughs> don't. We don't. Maybe he's be. a ginger, and that's why he's so sticky about his hair. Could be. Well, <laughs>
0: my, my Republican friends tell me they're glad Josh is off today. <laughs> and, uh, they, I'll do they, double duty. They don't miss him at all. Uh, some uh, concerning news this week. We learned that Governor Kay Ivey does have a, a, a small... Uh, Cancerous uh, body in her lungs. It mm-hmm. is malignant, but mm-hmm. uh, the governor's office is saying they can target it and that she's receiving treatment. I believe
2: either. she started undergoing mm-hmm. on treatment on Friday, on uh, the Friday first tomorrow. of it, yeah.
0: We wish the governor all good, good things and good health and uh, hope that that works. I do too, definitely. Okay? We wish her well. Yes, we do. Uh, you know, uh, Governor Kay Ivey has her detractors, as all of us do. But she has done a great job, huh?
1: Not us.
0: (laughs) She has done a great job of tackling big issues that her predecessors have just, Susan, uh, uh, not even taken on. Mm -hmm. And she has taken on this prison overcrowding uh, head on. She's determined to build three new men's prisons. It's a controversial plan. Uh, She will build them. Uh, She will build them by leasing them, actually. She will sign a contract with two companies to build the prisons. They will finance them, build them, maintain them. The state will lease them. And she seems determined to go ahead with that program.
2: She is, I believe, going ahead with that program. And the thing about, that I like the most about Kay Ivey is she's very practical. I don't like the lease idea, but it's the only alternative simply because the legislature is never going to come to an agreement on where they're going to go, much less how to fund them or anything. The last time I tried to write an 800 Million dollar blank check. At least she's got she's got a plan here. She's got a way to move forward. She's got you know the RFQs out there. She's got the SOQs back. There's a process here, and I, I'm I'm very pleased
0: with that. I mean, Beth, you know it's hard to get a lawmaker to to act on big projects like this. I mean, you and I know we all know that the prisons here in Alabama were set up a long time ago to do two things: warehouse people and to be a sort of political patronage to create jobs in certain areas of the state right and this is why one of the reasons we can't get anything done
1: right because there's too many people who are worried about losing what they have already or not being able to get it or somebody else getting it instead of them having it and I mean I'm still concerned that I just I don't think building new prisons is the only answer I think we have to look at doing some criminal justice reform along with it
0: absolutely but
1: I mean we can't ignore the fact that we are in federal control right now because we can't get our act together with our prisons.
0: I mean, Charlie, you know, the the D- Department of Justice came down and said that our prisons, men's prisons, basically violate the uh, Eighth Amendment. They constitute cruel and unusual punishment.
3: Really? I mean, and it's a shame that we had to really hit a wall with it and get to that point where we're being basically, you know, forced to do something about it, but I mean, I really commend Ivy for you know, going forward without the legislature. And, you know, honestly, it, I may be the only person that thinks it, but really shame on the legislature for, you You're know. Not the only person not, think okay, that thinks <laughs> that. Okay, you know, I'm just testing the waters. But, I mean, for not, you know, getting their ideas together and getting everything, you know, done on such, such a crucial issue.
0: Well, you know, the thing is, <clears throat> excuse me, and I think this is important. You know, we always talk about uh, how Alabama's motto is, we dare defend our rights, but more often we have to dare to defend our wrongs, you know, because we we wait for the federal government or some outside source to make us do it. Charlie,
3: we do, and and that's exactly what they did with this. Ed, but I'm I'm glad that something's finally being done about it because it's just taken way too long.
0: Well, Beth uh, and Susan, yep. you'll we, have the, right we
1: in. have the right to be free from cruel and unusual punishment, just like we have the right to free speech and to bear arms and all these things. Yeah. So and I'd yes. like to
2: see every legislature, every legislator in the Alabama legislature actually tour one prison. Yeah. We've toured three. I think it's mandatory that one. they need to go to at least one, and not Tutwiler, not Tutwiler. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest of all of them.
0: Yeah, they've made great strides. They have made great strides, made great strides, strides. Uh and, and Beth's right about criminal justice reform. I want to move on, but we have to commend Kay Ivey on moving forward on this. There are people who don't like it. <laughs> I don't care. It's a good idea. <laughs> uh, property tax benefits local school. Baldwin County uh, communities Fairhope, Beth, and uh, and uh, Spanish Fort mm-hmm. passed a three mil property tax increase to fund schools in that area. Around 800, no, eight hundred, not eight thousand people voted in those elections. Of course, that's the same area where that no toll bridge crowd is, right, Susan? Exactly. So and exactly. the Tea Party was against those taxes, right? Mm-hmm. So eight only eight thousand people voted. Where were the other fifty-two thousand people from the toll bridge thing?
2: Maybe out of the country in like Bangladesh or yeah, in, in, the a, in, a, in a light yeah. farm
1: somewhere on Facebook, wow. like they're, they don't exist. Yeah. Well, I think, but I think it's notable that the same crowd that just made such a hoopla over this toll bridge is now getting to vote on a property tax because. When you, we've talked about this, I think, in the past few weeks. Though that you can either be taxed or you can be told, and you can look at any area of government and choose which way you want to get the money. But one way or another, they're going to get your money if they need it. So I think it's interesting to see where this vote passed, where it didn't, and then who was mad about the toll bridge. Yeah,
0: and, and Fairhope and Spanish Fort both passed it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's like we were talking earlier, where you said, you know, if you raise taxes to pay for your school things. Then when your kids show up, they don't have to pay all these fees and and all mm-hmm. these extra stuff. You know, they, it's already paid for. The entire community is shared in it. Right. instead of you just individually having to pay right. for because it.
1: Because the entire community benefits when we have strong public schools. We want to talk about justice reform in prisons. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can do better about not having so many people in the school-to-prison pipeline by, I don't know, funding our schools. I mean, exactly. that's what
3: I was thinking. I mean, the people that are so against this, I mean, aren't schools worth a tax in a state where we're nearly last in everything involving education?
0: Yeah, right. You know, just... Well, and it's, and it's right. We only got about two seconds, but it's proven the more educated a child is, the less likely they are to end up in prison. Absolutely. All right, we're gonna leave it right there. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We're gonna eat like a president in the schools in Alabama.
3: The Energy Institute of Alabama promotes reliable, affordable, and clean energy to help grow our economy, create high-paying jobs, and build public support for Alabama's energy industry. The Energy Institute of Alabama is the best source of energy industry information and how it affects households across the state, from convenient energy production to alternative fuels to solar power and beyond. What are you
2: doing today, babe? I thought I'd head down to the lake with the guys, do a little fishing. Of course, none of us will be wearing our seatbelts. I'll lose control of the truck, wrap it around a tree, and kill us all. OK.
3: Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation.
1: Hello. I'm William Wyatt Bibb, the first governor of Alabama. On December 14, 1819, Alabama became the 22nd state to enter the Union. This year, we celebrate 200 years of statehood. There is no better way to commemorate our 200th anniversary than by registering to vote and securing your government-issued photo ID. Together, let's make a difference for Alabama.
0: of Alabama politics. Susan, uh, President Donald Trump has rolled back a lot of Obama era uh, programs and a lot of Republicans mm-hmm. have applauded that as a very good thing. A lot of the business community has also agreed that some of the regulations have been a good thing. Uh, what some folks are having a problem with uh, is that the administration has rolled back the lunch nutrition values that were placed under the obama administration and now those uh, the schools will be able to serve more sugary drinks they will also be able to put have more salt in the diet Mm -hmm. and uh, and less whole grains some folks think that's a good idea (coughs) some folks don't think it's such a great idea in a state like alabama where we are ninth in childhood obesity
2: Mm It, I'd like to know the rationale between why they think that putting 300 extra milligrams of salt in their food is a good idea. Like you said, you know we've got 18.2% of our population, or between uh, 10 and 17 children, are obese. We've got around 215,000 children under the age of 20 that are type 1 or type 2 diabetics. Um, yeah, it sounds like a great idea to go ahead and put more salt and sugar in the food. Uh, and I know Charlie's got some disagreements on what they're actually serving, but God forbid that now that we know more about what kind of nutrition, what empty calories are, and that that we're not paying more attention or staying attention with children's schools. Well,
0: and, I'm sorry. Which I might add
2: that Alabama was already at 100% compliance when this rollback started.
0: Right. And I think what made it a, an issue for us is that Beth, there's a lawsuit to uh, counter the uh, Trump administration's assertion here that they're going backwards instead of forward, and the lawsuit uh, has been joined by Attorney General Steve Marshall, who also agrees that we should not be concerned about the new, or at least he, he wants them to be able to roll back the nutritional standards at our school.
1: Right, which is just blowing my mind, considering that there are people like Jim Ziegler, who in my opinion should be hauled in front of a grand jury right now, and he's worried about what type of pizza or green beans the kids are eating at lunch. I mean, I, that to me, the fact that the Attorney General is involved in this is ridiculous. But, I mean, I guys, I mean, like, I know that this state hates everything that has Obama's name on it. Like, just without fail, love it or leave it. But is the hill we really want to die on the one that says our kids need more pizza and french fries and less green beans and baked chicken like is that really really what we want to pick the fight on right now it just doesn't make any sense to me
0: well and and that is true with the rampant corruption in our state it is a little goofy susan that our attorney general is spending time filing amicus briefs in support of rolling back so we can have more chocolate milk at school i think it just
2: goes to prove that he really doesn't like his job
0: well, I don't think he does like his job, but Charlie, you of all the people here probably should have some say on it, and that is because you had school lunches pre-Obama. Yes, I did. You had lunches during the Obama era, mm-hmm. and now you can eat anywhere you want to, right? Because you're no now. longer being for- fed by the state. Forced well, to President Trump, right? <laughs> oh
3: yeah. And you know, much love to the Obamas, but uh, Michelle. <laughs> The the food before, you know, while it probably wasn't the most nutritious things we should have been eating, at least we had, you know, filling portions, you know, we had a decent selection of what there actually was to eat. After the, what was it, the Let's Move campaign that, mm-hmm. you know, she had during um, that time, it really led to it led to lesser quality food and lesser portions. And you know, we can talk about it all day long, but when it really boils down to what these kids are eating and what they're throwing away because it's nasty, should really be, you know, a crucial element in the conversation.
0: So you're saying it didn't look anything like that on our screen?
3: This, no.
0: (laughs) <laughs>
3: well, no. I, I think there's also
1: something to be said in terms of like, because I've also, like, I work with high school kids around the country, and one of the things I hear is like in states like Alabama, they're like, oh gosh, our lunches are awful. But in other states that, I don't know, pay for public schools and fund things like the cafeteria because they're not having a problem funding textbooks, yeah. mm-hmm. they have a better budget to work with. I mean, our prisoners get more money spent a day than our students do on their food. So we're asking these cafeteria workers to basically do work miracles with no money, and so I think there's something else to be considered
2: there. That if eating healthy is not cheap, that's why. And 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 to that point, in the same way, there's a reason we fund for free lunch programs. There's a reason we fund free breakfast programs for these children. A lot of these children don't have any food at home. They
0: don't have any healthy they, food they ever. They certainly
2: don't have any healthy food at home. And it's been proven statistically over and over and over that a child on empty stomach cannot. Learn. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: and if you look at some of our kids, and I, I know a lot, a lot of this is due to sedentary life, where they sit on computers, play Game Boys, and that mm. type. Or do we still have Game Boys?
1: Not,
3: no,
0: no, it's all iPhones What do we have now?
1: iPads, iPhones. F-
3: I
0: sound as bad as Joe Biden.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and please don't get me wrong. I'm not dissing the healthy food option. I am fully, strongly behind that. But there is a way to do healthy food that's not disgusting as much.
0: Xbox. That's what I meant to say. There you go. Yeah, I was, <laughs> all right you know they do sit around and play xbox and and all this stuff and you yeah, know. The
1: Fortnite's big right now, I hear. What's that? The Fortnite is big
0: right oh, okay.
1: now, I hear. Well,
3: that's say, the game. Don't say the Fortnite.
0: I, uh, <laughs> I, I think the Su- last one Susan and I played was Tomb Raiders. And that yeah, pro- that's been a That's probably go. Go. 20 yeah. years ago. So there Dr. You go. Mario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah keep <laughs> hey, hey
0: Susan was bad round. with pa- Mrs. Pac-Man. I was. She was very good with Pac-Man. <laughs> Even better at but anyway, I, I, it's just I'm not sure that we want a fast food nation. I know that the president likes to serve... Uh, fast food to his guest, and he, he does like confefe. Is that right?
1: No. <laughs> what is it? Confefe. Confefe. There's no, yeah. Mm.
0: Whatever. Yeah, what cofefe. Is it,
1: is it I cofefe? Like I don't know. It's just a real word. We didn't canfefe. have these problems when Obama was in office. I'm just saying. It, like, oh, well, he, The man he, just saluted oh, with his lattes and went about oh, his day. Oh, and, and, <laughs> and
0: that kale thing where he recommended. That was, that's kale, kale's wretched. No, but arugula. Kale's
1: delicious. No,
0: it's not. is wretched. Give her baked kale chips like okay. the oven baked I'm it. not we're gonna move over to uh <laughs> Eisner, who's trying to revitalize the He's
1: trying to bring kale to the Democratic Party right now? He's trying to bring
0: <laughs> some semblance of sanity back to the Democratic Party. And and and, and Charlie, she's having about as much luck as I am bringing this show back in order.
3: She's really not. I mean, and they have, yeah, I know, I'm trying to keep it going.
0: You know, despite,
1: despite a lot
0: of the disorganization. This is what a show looks like when it's melting down. It? Well, you're the watching segment. The beat. We'll be right back with more news and opinions. Hey I'm Jamie Johnson. When we reach the age of 18, voting becomes our civic duty. But what if it was our job? We wouldn't be so quick to call in sick or go back home if the lines were too long. Or just dismiss the idea altogether. Elections are also how we collectively write the song that tells our story. And voting is our solitary voice. So register to vote and go get your government issued photo ID and add your voice to the song of Alabama.
2: What a great opportunity for your success. Adding half a million highly
1: skilled employees to our workforce by 2025 is how we stay ahead in
3: Alabama. Our economy is stronger than it's been in years, and a skilled workforce
0: is more important than ever. Things move fast, so choose your path. Your success is waiting, plus a great future
1: for Alabama. Success Plus. Go for it.
0: game. Thought I'd go off for a drive later maybe. Text some friends while I'm doing it. Scroll through social media. Kill a family for an head on collision. Cool man. Drive safe Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Back to the V, the voice of (laughs) Alabama politics. You know, we were trying to talk about the Democratic (laughs) Party, but uh, we couldn't get organized. (laughs) Yeah, that
1: was a typical example of the Democratic Party. Yeah, you know,
0: that's like trying to segue between nutrition and Nancy Worley. Uh, (laughs) But I'm not fat shaming anybody. So Susan, during the last legislative session, as it was winding down... Gina Ross, who's the Department of Early Childhood Development, approved a contract for $999,000, a six-month contract, paying nearly a million dollars, for a group to create a multimedia something that tells parents that education is good for their children, that they should value it.
2: First, they things, might not have known that. Yeah, that's already. what I was going to say. First things first, I think every every parent in the state of Alabama is aware of how much importance there is in their child's education. And it all looks kind of nefarious. I mean, not nefarious. It all kind of looks pretty good. And then you realize that $999,000 for six months doesn't look real good. And then you look a little deeper, and you find out that it's Cliff Sims this with this organization. And then you back that up, and Gina Ross is actually John Ross's mother who was an affiliate of cliff sims during all that time when hubbard was in office and all that you gotta go hmm but she claims there was no prior relationship yes Ms. Yeah.
0: ross says there was no... i never
2: saw them holding hands in the state house
0: Ms. ross says that there was no prior relationship however beth let's do break that down like susan did okay now Mrs. Ross
1: and Mr. Ross loved each other very much. Yes. and, and her, they had, Presumably. And they had a baby. And his name
0: was John Ross. And John Ross was... Of
1: money very much. Was
0: a member of uh, Dax, Dax Swadek, Tim Howe, and, and John Ross had mm-hmm. a lobbying firm. They were made up part of Mike Hubbard's kitchen cabinet.
1: Right. Along with <coughs> Billy Canary and that whole... And Billy
0: Canary, Riley. Rob Riley, uh, that
1: whole crew. These are the ones... Didn't one, he ghostwrite Mike Hubbard's book? One of these guys no, wrote... No, no, like, that As was As David Asbel. As As Asbel, okay. i a partner of theirs for a while, too. Same, so, the same group.
0: I really want to try to get this broken down. So it was actually Mike Hubbard and that crew that recommended Ms. Ross <clears throat> get the job that she had has now. Right. She got it under the Bentley administration. Mm-hmm. She was pointed back. <clears throat> they also, Billy Canary and Bob Riley and others, including Dax, worked to get her to be the state school superintendent. With the help of Terry Collins. Right. Right. Now, the other thing is, Cliff Sims, for years, was the face of yep. Yellowhammer right. News. But what people didn't realize, none of us realized, is that it was actually owned by John Ross and Tim Howell. Mm-hmm. Recently, last early last year, or this year, uh, it was revealed by the, they admitted to the Columbia School of uh, Journalism Review that they had owned Yellowhammer all along and they didn't reveal that two lobbyists owned it because they, Beth said that they didn't want to hurt Cliff's credibility.
1: Right. Well, and I think, you know, talking about <coughs> credibility for a man who went to go work in Trump's White House for one, but secondly, after he was fired, removed, terminated, removed himself, however, we're going with that story. Then wrote a tell-all about the Trump administration. I don't think there's any reputation left around Cliff Sims, if we're calling it like it is. I mean, he doesn't know whose side he's on
2: in anything anymore, except for that he's propaganda for whoever pays him. And don't forget, now he sat in with all those kitchen cabinet meetings that occurred in the Speaker's office. Before every legislative day, with Canary and Ross and well, Al, uh, and all of them just determining what the agenda for well, the
0: legislature I, and the house. I, I don't know if Cliff was in all. I the know was in some of I them. I know he was. He was. He was. He had an inside scoop on everything. But Charlie, the thing is, Ms. Ross says they had no prior relationship. The governor's office says that it was totally legal what was done, but really, doesn't this kind of smack of Something wrong here even if it's not illegal.
3: I mean even if you know something is not you know something's legal It doesn't make it right, you know, and and I'm not really sure she may have had no prior relationship with him But they sure had a lot of mutual friends, you know I feel like
1: there may have been there has to have at least been an occasion where they ran into each other But No baloney because when Cliff Sims is making your son all of his money being your son's little lap dog, you can't sit here and say there's no prior You know what I'm saying? Like that just doesn't even make sense. And let's not mm-hmm. let's not
2: lose context of this either. These are ty- these are education dollars.
0: Right. Well, no. Miss Miss Ross said. That they were federal dollars.
2: I don't care if they're federal dollars or not. A dollar is still a taxpayer dollar if it's coming through a grant,
0: or whatever. That's what I don't from. understand. Exactly. It was supposed
2: to go to education, and it may have had some strings on it, but I don't think it had 999,000
0: worth on it. I mean, when when you you are working in a conservative administration like K. Ives, and you refer to federal money as oh, well, it's only federal money, as if it's free. Oh no, baby, that is Alabama. Uh, tax dollars, it's tax dollars from all the people around the country that are flowing to Alabama, and they should be guarded Mm -hmm. with the sacred integrity of the state. And I got to tell you, I know that I try to support Governor Kay Ivey when she does good, but if Gina Ross stays in that position after she awards this cronyism contract, if she, she is not fired or resigns her job, mm-hmm. then it's very difficult. Kay Ivey said she was coming in and she was gonna clean up Montgomery, Susan. Mm-hmm. She did. This is not cleaning up.
1: No, it's not. This is the no. fox garden, the hen exactly. house is what this is. Because you've already watched what what Bob Riley does with education money when he gets a chance to That's get That's right,
0: absolutely. You know, the thing that bothers me, and I guess, uh, you know, we talked about this from time to time, I think overall the Kate Ivey administration is one of the best ones we've seen, mm-hmm. at, at least in, a, in, in several de- in a decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is her yeah, problem? Tall competition. She's got too many Rileyites and, and too many mm-hmm. Bentleyites mm-hmm. and too many Hubbardites still in the administration. Yep, and they will
2: work around her to get whatever they want done, and apparently you're doing a good job of it.
0: Yeah, well, I tell you, you know, Joe Bonner is one of the most honest <coughs> Man, I've ever <clears throat> met a politician, and, and I, I just, I think there's a time for some real house cleaning over at the governor's, governor's mansion, at the governor's office, and it should start with Ms. Ross. That's my opinion. I agree. Okay. I agree. okay. All right. We're going to have to leave it right there. You've been watching the V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us, because we watch them.